1: hello fresh stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started
2: and here we go folks off to the races
3: there's a lot of crossword puzzle clues that are about like horse races
2: wow really (laughs) what a specific crossover of knowledge like specifically like specifically
3: about like people like names of horses that have won derbies that's not
2: fair because that's like like like, you can't go i mean you can't google and there's just unless you have unless you're aaron hannon from the office that's like a niche and have all of them (laughs) members echelon of white people that i'm just like not a
3: part of oh i was deeply a horse girl for a while in fact i almost owned a horse can in fact i have a question Uh
2: Can you tell me what it means to be a horse girl?
3: I don't understand.
2: You do. You knew so many 12-year-old girls who wore t-shirts with horses on it, and all they (laughs) wanted to do was talk about horses and draw horses and ride horses, whether they actually did or not. Oh. You know know a horse girl in your heart. That's not, it can't (laughs) be explained to you.
3: In your heart.
2: All right. Fair enough yo. but that's also not upper echelon anything i feel like derby is like going to the going to the races that has nothing to do with horse girls that's what horse girls have fantasies about someday well i feel like my version of horse girls were like broadway girls theater people might have something to do with the people you surrounded yourself with um i've never seen a show in my life me either that's actually more believable yeah. Brooke is a show fiend, as you know. I'm a fiend. I'm a show hyena. That's right. Okay. Um, you guys, fine.
3: I'm going to take the reins here. Take them. Um, I had one of the best days of my I hope life. that was
2: an intentional pun. You're going to take the reins? Oh, my God. A horse pun. I didn't even realize. No, it wasn't intentional. Yes. Tell us about um, your peak life experience. My peak life experience? On
3: Sunday, I taught my 75-minute yoga class to Mama Mia. Bridget
2: was in attendance. I was I survived I had a blast yeah she crushed it I danced if you don't follow Brooke which you should be because you're one of our listeners go and look at the photos and videos she posted because they'll bring you joy and show you what a good teacher book is
3: and then Bridget took my other my actual yoga class
2: not even though you were subbing in. It's when you don't usually do.
3: What I mean by actual yoga is like sculpt doesn't count.
2: Oh, yeah. It's like yoga principles, but it's just exercise. It's squats and shit.
3: Yeah, it's like.
2: But that's what all of the core power I've done is. None of it is just yoga.
3: No, there's always, there's always like a core It's like moment. exercise yoga, yeah.
2: Belly up core is. As but yes, I did two hours and 15 minutes of yoga in about 18 <laughs> hours. And how do you feel? Extremely sore, but good. Yeah. Not actually as bad as I thought I would be. I was worse last night, and then I woke up woke up this morning and was like, I'm not going to use the dang grammars today. And I didn't. I Hello? don't like them grammars. Me, either. that's how I sent all my work emails today. I was watching,
3: um, have you watched Explained on Netflix? Certainly not. It's like 15-minute um, episodes where they ex- explain things. <laughs> what and like what kind of things though so like this one that i watched was about the exclamation point oh fun and it like d- dives into like the invention of the exclamation point and then also um it talked about work emails and how if a woman sends a work email it's so fucked up if a woman sends a work email with an exclamation point it's like received 60% better than if a man were to send
2: a work email with an exclamation point. That's funny. I do use a lot of exclamation not a lot, but like I use them. Usually there's one per email. Like I'm not excessive because I'll end up editing the other ones out. Mm-hmm. Um because it just sounds so I don't know, particular to have everything with exclamation points, but Yeah. I can't say I've ever received an email and been like from a dude with exclamation point. I am really actually very particular about people emailing me because as an assistant, especially a personal, which I basically was a personal assistant for two years, I learned a lot about people very quickly by the way they would email me, by the mm-hmm. attention they would pay or what they would say or how people would interact with me specifically. And so I notice a lot, but I cannot say I'm that nitpicky about exclamation points. Definitely women use them more though. No question. Yeah. I mean, I use them like, excessively when I'm talking to like you <laughs> oh I mean in my like personal online life punctuation is free form expression true to be used and abused what would you say
3: that your spirit punctuation is um I was having a conversation about this on Sunday as well
2: honestly probably I would like to say Bang, which is the name for the exclamation point question mark combination. Yes, they talked about
3: that on Explained. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, cool. Um, you but probably
3: actually would like it a lot.
2: I'm sure I would. I love that shit. Explained shit, you know? There's um, like really
3: interesting ones
2: too. But honestly, if I'm being my boring true self, I'm a semicolon.
3: Okay. Do not talk down about the semicolon. No,
2: no, no. All I mean by it is that part of the reason it's me is because like I cannot not be verbose. And I love a semicolon. See, I am a, a sorcerer with them. And I think it's just a way to have smarter, verbose writing. Okay, I've been forced to use them I and think perfect that them.
3: I'm going to posit that that is because we were talking about how, um, because I was like, I'm verbose. Like, I'm a comma. Mm, mm-hmm.
2: I think I'm a comma. I'm a little pretentious. I'll take it. I'm, I, but I'm like, I have so much
3: respect and admiration (laughs) for the semicolon. Mm -hmm. It's my favorite punctuation. Mm. And then I got upset because we were like, oh, of course, this Mm -hmm. person's a semicolon. Mm -hmm. Like it makes me, and I'm like, because Kyle said that, I was like, semicolon's my
2: favorite punctuation. (laughs) I got upset. I want to know what our guests' punctuation. All right, we have a
3: guest. Put the mic to your face. My roommate of the pod. It's
2: back to back roommate time. Um, well, I don't know. I think Alex gets categorized as your brother first. He is my brother first and my roommate second. Although, yeah.
3: we've been roommates. It's
2: okay. Ari's my brother. I'll take it. Hey, Ari. <gasps> oh, you'll yes. take it? Such ferociously responded love there. Yeah, fine. It's, it's brother. Whatever. Right. Oh, I think we did this right. bit last time we had you on the pod briefly, too. Yeah, so probably. fun. So fun. Let's
0: start out strong, you know? Ari Herschel Reading.
2: Shapiro, welcome to the podcast. What was that last name? Ari, Herschel, Shapiro, welcome. Herschel and the Hanukkah goblins, baby. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you guys, it's freaking Rosh Hashanah, yes. Shana, tovah Shana Tovah to all the mother We're going to
2: talk up? about Judaism so much this episode,
0: baby. Even though it's be...
2: not about Judaism at all. I know but a few
0: things about
2: Judaism. Um, I sent Losh Tovah, just made me think mm-hmm. of the fact that I sent Brooke um a meme <laughs> this week that was both Jewish and specifically about Broadway and she didn't get it for the first time in both of our lives I was the one who knew the reference and I could not believe it I didn't get it me?
3: today I was what talking was to my friend Maddie oh yeah
2: no um there is a Broadway actress like a she's been nominated for a bunch of Tonys named um Toma F- Tova Felche. she also plays um the mom and crazy ex-girlfriend she's a badass and when i went to go see oh hello she was Mm -hmm. like the guest they pulled up out of the audience which is the only reason i know who she is it's not because of her other stuff and so someone's guest was like tell my friend celebrating Mm -hmm. and then it was just a photo of her because her first name's toa i was really proud of myself and i sent it to brooke being like i'm really proud i got this and she was like i don't and it was the only moment that will ever happen in our (laughs) friendship
0: i don't know Uh, you're You've been involved in Jewish culture for a while now, Bridget.
2: Judaism, sure, but I will not pretend in this room sitting across <laughs> from <real> the, <laughs> my two closest Jewish friends that I know more than Test you do. My blood. Certainly not wouldn't <laughs> pretend about Broadway. Although maybe I, I would say I maybe know more about Broadway than than you do, Ari, only because so. I've spent time with people who care deeply about it by yeah. osmosis.
0: Yeah. I, yeah, specifically Broadway. Ooh.
2: Um, uh, I spent really? three years Dating someone Who's made it his life's mission To know everything There is to know About That's Broadway Oh me <laughs> Yeah Oh you're
3: talking about me No we've did only been dating grow. For two years That's true Bridget and I Have been dating for Two years And we're celebrating Can you believe Next Can you <laughs> believe <laughs> It feels I, Congrats like to the
2: Queer Eye crew On their Emmys um, Proud of them
3: But <laughs> Today my friend Maddie, I was I was like, Oh, it's Rosh Hashanah. It's Shana Tava. She's like, I don't know how to say that and I was like, Shana Tava. and she goes, Shonatava, oh, I guess I just said it. And I was like, Yeah, you just have to repeat after me. That's not
2: that's <laughs> not a trick.
0: But I don't know how to say that. It was that. really
2: it was really, really funny. <laughs> Ari, will you introduce um, yourself yeah. to us Who in whatever manner
0: you would like? Who the fuck am I? And well, what do you think you're doing here? What do I think I'm doing here? Well, uh hello. My name is Ari Herschel <laughs> <Hushel> Shapiro. <laughs> If you didn't
2: catch that the first six times,
0: I'm from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. I don't go by Go Pack. By the way. Those go Midwestern or...
3: Jews—they're okay. the least trustworthy of them all.
2: Guys, <laughs> if you've been waiting for for a shot. Of testosterone from this podcast <laughs> I'm ready to bring it to you Drumroll, please We have a straight white male on the podcast
0: I spent all the best of. watching football Like really actually better.
2: To be fair it's like opening time right Like the <laughs> yeah, season is happening is So week. you just get to plunge yourself yeah. in Ari
3: and I were supposed to go to a sports bar on Sunday But it was raining And I literally like Bridget can attest to this After I taught the 75 minute Mamma Mia sculpt mm-hmm. We all A couple of us went out for like A diner to a diner It was very sex in the city It
2: was And I sort of just, like, shut down. (laughs) Like, slowly as our bellies filled and as the class hit, and I think for Brooke as the, like, sheer general and rush of the best 75 minutes of her life faded, she needed to go home, you know?
3: I cried at the beginning and at the end. Mm -hmm. It was, like, truly... And I, it was like, like in all seriousness. It and was- I, I'm
2: here to attest that the whole class had a fucking blast. There were people there who didn't know what they'd walked into, who had a blast. There were a bunch of Brooks' friends, but not just Brooks' friends. She pulled in like 35 people for this class. It was, it was really, was it
3: was really amazing. It was like truly one of the most
0: special things in my life i wish i could have sculpted with y'all well right tutoring. we're doing
3: it again in october i was just gonna say she's <laughs> nailed it so hard it's gonna be
2: a series so everyone get ready gird, um, your, loins. gird your loins but can, ari. I tell, wait,
3: can i tell this story because i don't think i told bridget this can probably. i probably can i tell you can tell me if i can if i need to cut it okay so when i bailed on ari he called me and he was like oh well i'll see you tomorrow which we ended up oh, bailing yeah. on each other and he was like it's fine yeah. i'm just gonna need you to double come for me
0: and <laughs> i was like <laughs>
3: what? He's like, yeah. And I was like, okay, I mean, I guess I can do that. (laughs) And so I like said something mean to him and he was like, I don't, why would you say that to me? And I was like, You told me to come for you. And he was like, no, that's not what I said. He
2: said comfort. Oh, see, my brain went somewhere dirty first. And then I was really confused what was happening. As with last night when Ari told me I could come sit on the couch, but he was leaning over fixing something. And he said, just don't sit on
0: my face. And I was like, oh, I mean, my my head. (laughs) Don't don't hurt my ear. Also, would just like
2: to give a real fast shout out to Ari's lovely girlfriend, Emily, who we adore more than anything and talk about constantly. Ari, we interrupted you introducing yourself. Oh, yeah. Um, you should do that.
0: I, hey, y'all. Uh, this is so <laughs> We literally exciting. did not get past I'm your so name. I'm <laughs> so nervous. I'm so nervous and excited You should not podcast. be. Um, uh, my, my name is Ari Shapiro. I am a straight white oh. male. <laughs> ow, ow. ow, ow. From Milwaukee,
2: Wisconsin.
0: <laughs> to be clear, He's Jewish. I don't We've learned a have a lot of pride about that. Um, you do have
2: um, pride, Packer a, pride, though. I He
3: wears a name tag that says straight, straight white
2: male.
0: Mm-hmm. white male. Um... <laughs> That's a Bo Burnham reference. It is, and it's Damn.
2: excellent. Thank you so much. <laughs> it it.
0: I'm I'm the crossover between <laughs> all of my sports podcasts and this one. You know, yeah, pretty much the same thing. Yep, so, they are. Uh, I listen to a lot of Bill Simmons. Anyone? Anyone? Yes. I Literally, actively yawn. <laughs> Brooke yawned, but it, I don't think it was on purpose. I think. It was, do you know it what was, I did?
2: Actually, speaking of, you know what I listened to? The only Bill uh, Sippen episode I've listened to is what? the one where he and his thirteen-year-old daughter interview Bo Burnham. Of and it's all so people, good, right? it's so good. about thirteen. Yeah, and
0: like he's like very respectful, and the daughter is clearly like in awe of Bur- Bo Burnham. Of but Bur-Burnham. he's
2: also like wants to hear everything she has to say. So genuinely. He's the best yeah, person. I like. I'm Bo obsessed Burnham with a lot. him. I do. I do. Like it's him. an original crush for me that has maintained itself.
0: Yeah, he worked out.
2: Okay. Yeah, he, all the way those, around
0: Yeah, those OG uh, YouTube stars Oh yeah. yeah, it's
2: really fun to listen to him um, talk about those days Because mm-hmm. he just did all the like press tours for great, great,
0: great, And talking
2: great. about him being like a theater kid and his mm-hmm. whole process Because he was supposed to go to NYU and he ended up not
0: Yeah, he didn't go to And school, he just right. made it fucking uh, work well, it's, That's like such a foreign life to me Like the idea of not going right? to school right after high school it was And never so many
2: an people who didn't go to college are people who I look up to for the like dope ass careers yeah. they've put together for themselves and like lives.
3: I actually had an, ex- my experience in the past year was like someone, I got close to someone who didn't graduate college and I never thought that I would ever do that. I was like, mm-hmm. if I had known that, like going into it, I would have judged, I think
2: in a way mm-hmm. that I'm not proud of. Yeah. It's a good thing. That's what life is though. Like it teaches you through exposure, hopefully at its yeah. best moments. And then you, yeah. Ari, what's your experience with sex in the city?
0: Uh, my experience. with Wait, sex
3: the- hi Bridget. Oh, I I hi, Brooke.
2: Hi, everybody. And welcome to Spot, Spot the podcast. Where or me. me. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> you paused, so I went for it. Me, Brooke. And me, Bridget. Talk about sex, sex in the, in the city. city. 10 years younger. And 20 years later. There it is. Sorry, we real, wheeled
0: it out for you. And An
3: Ari Ari. And Ari Ari. Ari Ari, what is your experience with sex in the city? Sorry. Okay.
0: So, my experience with sex in the city, I was on the pod uh briefly a few weeks ago if anyone remembers uh your roommate doing
2: a podcast is the experience you have (laughs) i was
0: i was roommate doing the podcast i was the roommate guys it's me um my exposure with sex in the city is limited uh i've had a couple of episode exposures um you've never like intentionally just watched by yourself yeah i've never i've definitely never watched by myself i've um uh, never super intentionally watched either. Like I've Mm -hmm. watched with people when they were watching and I've never like not enjoyed myself. Like Mm -hmm. it's always been a pretty, uh, you know, I think a pretty good show. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like there's, yeah, nothing stands out to me as, as aggressively terrible, certainly. Um, and in fact, in watching this episode, I really liked it. I really enjoyed it. Um, I think that, uh, like I said last time, it clearly inspired so much excellent television for for years to come including shows that are on today mm-hmm. um, but uh, you yeah. know I, I wish I had, yeah. had more I, I would think, say its legacy today
2: is is powerful still mm-hmm.
0: exactly I do the think the show
2: maybe isn't by itself
0: I do think that there is definitely a stigma like I just don't know how as a straight white man I can just like I don't know about white I, that I don't know if that has anything to do with it but as a straight guy I can I don't know uh I guess it does. what did does you before but, today
3: like what What is the, like, impression that you had of the show?
0: I think the impression that I had of the show without, like, knowing that my roommate and best friend does a podcast on it. The two of my closest friends do podcasts on it. Um, No, no, no. uh, It's
3: okay. Bridget is your roommate and best friend, and I am.
0: And Brooke is my no one. Uh, And so I I think that uh, (laughs) Brooke is irrelevant, as she said earlier today. I am. That's Pick a call, which that's one a of like us you
2: hate and before. stick to it. Me, right. it's
0: me. It's going to be Brooke this time.
2: But yeah. the two previous times he's been on this, he's he's refused to give me any love. God, you're right. Now we're fighting
0: about oh, who he hates more. I love it. I thought it was only one time. Can you yeah. move the mic closer to your face? Yeah, so totally. Is this better? Yes. yes. Can you hear me? Um. So previously, I would say that the, I think the easy stereotype is like, oh, sex in the city that's for ladies mm-hmm. you know like that's like a it's like about which lady it like aggressively problems.
2: is and marketed towards too yeah
0: but i think that the conflicts are super relatable and i think that especially in watching this and we'll get to it obviously but the actions of men on women i think that it's a really interesting perspective of like zooming out and saying okay so what are these norms that we've I'm getting so northwestern on this. Um but what are <laughs> I the, love it. what are the norms that that we have, we have established? On this pod. Yeah, and it feels like this is discourse like the show is discourse mm-hmm. where it it examines uh, what a guy does and then two different really valid perspectives on like okay, well, I think he was feeling this. Okay, I think that he was feeling this and and that there is no necessarily right answer because it's people.
3: Um Bridget.
2: i
0: mm-hmm.
3: I'm going to say because I don't think R8 has an answer,
2: which... Well, I want to know what his instinct is. He still has to answer oh, for himself. Yeah. If you think right now.
0: Based on this episode?
2: Mm, sure. Sure. Uh, or, like, in general. Because I feel like you could probably I rattle off the stereotypes Charlotte. of who you are. Honestly, that fits for me. Hondo P. I think he's a Steve. Mm, uh, I would say he's more Charlotte than Steve. I think Steve's in there, but I'd see the Charlotte. Is Steve Samantha's... No, that's no. Richard.
0: Oh, that's... Oh it's yeah yeah no I meant um is it uh, Miranda's. Uh, Miranda's Miranda's yeah, yeah. baby daddy, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um yeah, I could see Steve. I even There's when definitely we were watching, I was you. like, is he Jewish?
3: No.
2: He's not as we learn. What a great segua. Well, well, first, how long have you lived in New York?
0: Oh I've lived in New York for two and how long have we lived in New York? Basically for two, exactly. almost two years in this apartment, but mm-hmm. uh but then yeah, you came in like more. Mayish. Yeah, I came yeah. in May.
2: Yeah. Um and what is a have you can you think of like a very like New York moment? We call them like Sex in the City moments, but
0: honest, this is yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, r- like the other night, I was with Emily, who we just shouted out, the um, best girl in the world. What up? Uh, and sh- and we it was her last night in New York, and so we went to Barcade, which is a lovely yeah, it's bar. The best. Barcade. As you might guess. And then we went to Veselka, which is a classic. I fucking cram- love Veselka. I've been cl- really? cramming cram- it. Ari was oh. mansplaining
3: it. this entire go. night to me. He was like, it's oh Barcade. God. It's this bar in the West
2: Village. It's also, not. It's, I'm going to say real Village. fast. It's not mansplaining. It's Thank just Ari's explaining. Thank That's you. just how he moves through and life And then he was like, like and, and then we got dumplings. <laughs> <laughs> Airing on the, the side of yours. helpful information. No, no, no. It's not. I promise. We got
3: dumplings at this place, pierogies at this place in the East Village.
0: It's called. And I was Veselka. like, Veselka? I was like, "Yeah,
3: Veselka." It is
2: like world
0: famous, <laughs> but still. It, Emily had never heard of it, so Ever then I got there. of it. Um, Emily, no, hadn't heard of it. Uh, and so then we went and got a gelato at El Laboratorio del Gelato, which Yum. is my fave gelato spot. I got um red bean and dark chocolate orange. Yeah, so good. And so and the then, whole night. And then, what was that? I
2: said, was that the whole night?
0: Uh, No. And then we went to Little Italy after our gelato inspiration. Little Italy. Like um, and we had drinks and cannoli. And then we came back
2: to... But you were going to say we had drinks and
0: can- canoodles. Uh, <laughs> um <A> Cannolo. <laughs> and that, the real cannoli. And then um, we... Came back to my apartment, and Bridget was around, and we played oh, yeah. Hanabi. When I got
2: back at like 1 a.m., and then we played Hanabi. Two, I think. Maybe, yeah. And then
0: we split a bottle of Prosecco. and mm-hmm. Hanabi, uh, the
2: best game in the world. And Hanabi, the
0: Hanabi, the greatest game. Shout out, Hanabi. <laughs> um, Hanabi. Hanabi. <laughs>
2: Hanabi.
0: And then we, uh, uh, she was actually looking to do a podcast at some point. And so she did like a mock interview on me, which ended up just being like us having a conversation and us recording it, too, at like 3.15 in the morning after Hanabi. So it was I just wondered what a, the
2: fuck was happening in your yeah. room, actually, because uh, yeah. <laughs> I could hear it You're happening. Here. And I was like, what are they even talking about?
0: Yeah, it was really cool. I mean, I'm I'm not going to spoil anything. No. Can I just say that Emily doesn't.
3: has the best laugh of anyone I've she ever does. heard in my whole
0: she life? She also has the best face. Agreed. Hair, Hairs, hair, hair. Yeah, I know the best
2: um just our our weekly (laughs) emily Emily love session this is not to stop talking
0: about your no no that was the end of my night
2: so not to detract from your New new york experience but um would like to call attention to this uh hollywood reporter article that actually my old boss texted to me with some choice emojis sarah jessica parker says sex in the city looks tone deaf 20 years later um basically she says you couldn't make it work uh you couldn't make it today because of the lack of diversity on screen which check yes she Mm -hmm. is very right there she says i think it would feel bizarre and the point is people have been talking about like a reboot which and she's basically like you couldn't reboot the show without changing the show fundamentally Mm -hmm. she was like i'm not opposed to a reboot it just wouldn't be sex in the city Mm -hmm. and i think it also i'm sure the fact that like kim control hates her wouldn't help well, they wouldn't be in it, is the point. It would be a different oh. cast, like a literal reboot. Oh, yeah, and no. She was like, there's, which would be the way it would have to be done. She was, I think, basically, she just wants Sex in the City to be done for a lot of reasons. It's
3: Broad City. is um, the closest we're ever going to get.
2: Yeah. I, I think a lot of people would argue Girls is way closer, Ugh, Yeah, having not watched it, but.
0: I think that world,
2: yeah. Um... She also has a lot of good thoughts about politics, but wholeheartedly supports our girl Cynthia, and that's all that matters. Oh,
0: nice.
3: Shall we dive into the episode? Let's dive in. This episode is called Unoriginal Sin. Not to be confused with original sin.
2: It's kind of an unoriginal episode,
3: it's pretty lame.
2: There's just like not really that Kara's much. Carrie's
3: just like lamenting about how, like, because she's not in a relationship, she can't write about being she's in a just relationship. She's
2: wearing wedge sandals with But here's socks. my cue
3: for you. Before she was dating Big and Aiden, wasn't she just like going on dates with people and having sex? Like, why can't she just go on dates?
2: I think the point is she feels differently now. She's been through these like two loves. She, was she feels later. She also says something about a 36 year old woman, ostensibly about herself. And I was like, you're not 36.
0: Anyway. Her hair looks so good there, though. Which, I like the short haircut. Yeah, but she's
2: wearing like a fucking shmata. Yeah, over a lo- so they're
0: okay. Shana <laughs> Okay,
2: so the four of them are at brunch, having their weekly uh, connection, and they all order wow. their drinks and I mean their about food. How Carrie
3: has nothing to write about. In she
2: s- says she literally wrote about French fries last week, and it comes to light.
3: And then Miranda's like, it was sweet. And Charlotte was like, it was cute. And she, like, looks expectantly at Samantha. And Samantha's like, oh, I didn't have time to
2: read well, she's, it. Well, at first she's like, French fries. And then they're all like, hello. And Samantha's like, yeah, I didn't read it. Sometimes I don't have time to. Fair. Carrie's like, great. I'm irrelevant even to my friends. Because she's concerned. She's gotten a call from her editor. And she's like, he's going to fire me. That's I'm sure that's it.
0: It reminds I, me of, like, supporting our Because she's not getting hours. laid. I was like, like,
3: can you imagine if I expected people to support me every, like, if I had, to go weekly Thing like a podcast, maybe. Mm. And I expect we expect it, like, we have no expectations for our friends to listen.
2: I'm very pointedly anti. Like, a lot of people will ask me about it very genuinely and then be like, I haven't listened yet. I'm so sorry. And I'm like, no, I don't care if you ever listen. Thank you for asking. I would not expect, um, but at the same time, you know, you're friends and you would hope. I think it's a little funny. They like shame Samantha for it. It's a weird expectation. Yeah. It's a
0: really weird expectation. Basically,
2: Carrie thinks that because she's not writing about sex anymore, they're going to fire her because it's now in the city instead of anything
0: else. Right, 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 right. And then
2: they all order food. And as they give their casual orders, Samantha drops. She like says her order and she says, I'll have the fruit plate and I'm back with Richard. Bum, bum, and bum. everyone looks at her very dramatically. Charlotte says, "Richard, who we're all plotting to kill," which I think is a fair question to Honestly, ask. Honestly,
3: I resonate with that
2: a lot. I do too. Um, and Samantha also, nope. Charlotte, in her indignation, d- does a like V and like mm-hmm. licks her tongue through, which is a very
0: didn't he do that? That's uh, like the theme of this. Oh my yeah.
3: god! I actually I have the thing we can post for that perfect
2: um that's
0: such an intense sign though yeah. i feel like it's I so know. viscerally well,
2: when i violent, glanced at almost. this episode um the summary was like Sh- charlotte makes an obscene gesture and i was like that's how noteworthy this episode oh is is that this moment gets put into the summary so <laughs> um so Cynthia nothing Nixon else happened. <laughs>
0: we, we got past that moment and, nothing yep, and the rest of the
2: episode is just 26 minutes of nothing <laughs> cindy nixon's hair looks reasonable it's a different color and different cut yet again than it was last week.
3: And it was later in the episode. Samantha's
2: basically trying to r- justify to them.
3: Richard basically says that he was scared and he was in over because his head. Because he's
2: never felt like he, you know, this about anyone but, but Samantha. So he he did dumb things. And Samantha's like, uh, yeah, he's trying. And, and you know what? If it's just sex, it's just sex. Like somehow she's had this like radical... Complete opposite she's feeling like, of last week.
3: I know he loves me. I'm going to believe that he's sorry. And Carrie's sort of like, okay, we'll respect your choice.
2: And the other two are rolling their heads. Charlotte is literally like slumped down in her desk like a t- teenage boy who doesn't want to respect then the teacher. Carrie does this
3: really savage thing where she's like, okay, how about this for a column? Desperate women who will believe anything. And I'm like, there it is. There's the rivalry. Bring it to light. <laughs> Bring it up. But I think, yeah.
0: I think something that they talk about also is the expectation that like, well, he, like, you know, just kind of fell into hooking up with this person.
3: Into her pussy.
0: Into – she uses the word pussy really casually, by the way. Yeah. Re, she's like, yeah, they do there's that, another that's pussy Samantha. that – Okay. Like, <laughs> yeah. if there's another pussy that goes by, and I was like, whoa! Yes. Um, welcome. All right, how
3: do you feel specifically about the word pussy?
0: Uh, it makes me feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Because I feel like it's, like – More a, or, or less aggressive. uncomfortable
2: than when someone says vagina.
0: Oh, definitely more uncomfortable than when someone says vagina. Really? Vagina feels very anatomical.
2: V- but yeah, like, I guess. Like... But vagina feels weirder to me. Really? I could talk, I could talk about pussies
0: all day. <laughs> and calico. <laughs> Sex Black. <in> the <laughs> 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 um, uh, but I think that the expectation that a guy. Tabby pussy like could fall tabby pussy I,
2: that's what i call mine the tabby the tabby next the tabby, door the tab um uh
3: street pussy
2: that's
0: right
2: god you guys saw when you, i realized the our street local pussy. you know parkside z the yeah. the bodega our shout, or, out, parkside <laughs> shout z. out
0: parkside z you know, have and you grill. ever looked at
2: the incense they spell no. They sell, excuse me. Oh no! Sex on the beach. Oh, yeah. Warm pussy. Right. Insane. It's my so vagina bizarre. just. Closed. There's Close. one called orgasm. Yeah, I know. You
3: said that, no? and it was just, it literally. Went, oh, sorry. It's not
2: even warm pussy. That? It's sweet pussy. Sweet, so we're gonna get some sweet, sweet pussy on the way pussy. home, Marion. Oh <laughs> Break you of your uncomfortability. Oh, That's not a word. What were you saying about? Um, it, um, About Richard falling into. I think that that's
0: silly. I think that we yes. all make choices yes. uh, very consciously, and that, like, yes. you know, the ramifications of your actions. You know, I, like.
2: It doesn't that, matter how drunk you are, it doesn't matter how lustful and sad or whatever. There's like you're in some, charge. Right.
0: You're in charge, right? And so, and yeah. the idea that, like, well, well, we'll forgive him because he's, like, you know, he's not even in control of his own penis. It's like, that's fucking i'm sorry that's ridiculous it Pardon is my language
3: curse we just said pussy for like five <laughs> minutes <laughs>
2: well something I, I was gonna say i mean this particular thing this? in this episode got to me uh, quite a bit that whole concept of just like he fell yeah. into it because i pretty recently have had someone try to justify fairly terrible things to me by telling me a story in which i was like it's ins- it, it's actually it was funny retrospectively how little this person could hear about what they were saying because they spun me a story in which it was like here's the vacuum I live inside of and here are all the accidents that fell into each other to make this thing happen that I had absolutely no control or participation in and then I did this terrible thing but obviously this vacuum of choices that I live in and didn't make for myself it's just like eye-rollingly I mean it's why her friends are vacuums it's where trash goes.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's well said. I think it's a, yeah. I think it's a cheap excuse, and it's a way to. And I think her
2: friends see through it here,
0: right? And I think that and it's like, baffling
2: why Samantha. Samantha does too, but she's choosing. I to. have a fear though reason. that mm, that um, what
3: will resonate later. Okay, so let's talk about Miranda and Steve.
2: Steve brings up that he wants to have baby Brady baptized. You just say that ten times. Baby sorry, baby
3: baptized. Nope, can't even say it once.
2: He's basically like my people want this. They're yeah. my my family is Catholic and I you know I know we're not really involved but it would mean a lot to them. And Miranda does this thing, I know that. thank you expert. Miranda does this totally. thing where she's like, "Dude, I don't believe in any of that." We're
3: talking about a lot about hell.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. and and Steve has a fairly good point, which he's like, "Okay, if you don't believe it, then it's just water on the baby's right. head." And can Could you just go along for this one day? If it
0: doesn't mean anything to you, it doesn't mean
2: anything I really oscillate between
3: thinking Steve is hot and not. But this episode, he looks hot.
0: I think it's an interesting idea, though, that, like, what we're do- – I just keep on Northwesting. Um, it's a really do interesting it. idea of, like, okay, well, if it doesn't mean anything to you, then, like, why can't we just do it and then move on? Because it does mean something to her that – The child is not raised with religion. You know, like it's...
2: If I was in this situation, I would have the exact reaction as Miranda. Yeah. But I also think that I would acquiesce as she does. Because I think... Mm -hmm. Because I agree with you. It's a weird... You're like, of course, there's always something on the other side. Mm -hmm. You know, not doing something is also something. Or doing something means something. Right. But I think in this point... Or I think in this case, his point to her is that like, you aren't actively... There's no hurt by this because if Miranda wants it to be, it's a day. It's Mm -hmm. literally a day. And it's not like baptism is going to like follow Brady and like be important in her life. But it also like Miranda didn't want a
3: baby shower while my neighbors are pouring wine.
2: Yeah, she doesn't even really want, like, ceremony, you <laughs> know? Like, she doesn't show. she doesn't want to do all of the baby things that are yeah. these, like, traditional, ascribed, no less than you throw a religion and you don't you participate on. It, yeah. Yeah. I get it, too. I get her aversion. But I also, like, I think Steve has a pretty good argument. And mm-hmm. I would say, of course, this is the scenario they've planned for each other. They've, like, made this happen. But for someone who's, like, fairly uninvolved in his baby's life mm-hmm. in a significant way and whose family is certainly uninvolved, I think he's been really chill. And this is, like... Yeah. A pretty small thing to ask yeah. about his human baby to at least have the conversation you know
0: yeah absolutely I, yeah I think it's interesting it's like starting a baby like the baby has no choice so right. it's like all a parental decision but I would agree
2: if you think that- it's nothing then mm-hmm. like it's nothing. And worst case scenario, right. the baby's now blessed and won't go to hell. So, you know. Right.
0: Worst case scenario. <laughs> <laughs> won't go to hell. Bridget's Jews <laughs> don't believe in hell. Yeah, we don't believe in hell. That's why Everybody
3: Judaism's better. Take a drink every time we talk about being Jewish.
0: Bruh, bruh, oh, bruh,
3: bruh, Oh, Bra Dip those apples in those honey. Mm. Honey. Tasty,
0: tasty.
2: So Richard is with Samantha, and, and she like, does the obscene gesture. Well, she's like, my friends don't believe you. And she's like, listen, every time a hot guy, I mean a hot, okay, I can't speak. Basically, basically she's telling him that her friends don't approve, which I also, everything about the way Samantha handles getting back together with him makes no sense for her, for him, for any of it. Mm -hmm. Um And he pulls out a ring, and he's like, unless Miranda wouldn't approve, and basically is like, look what I can give you.
3: And it's a beautiful canary diamond, and I imagine that a canary diamond is something that's worth a lot of money and is invaluable. No matter what
2: diamond's
0: in the
3: title.
2: Yeah, he he says, don't worry, it's not for that finger, it's for this one and points to her 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 middle middle finger. finger, So
3: when you flip me off.
2: He says, it's my eye, I'll try not to cheat and eat.
3: Uh, when I'm scared When I'm I'll scared I'll try right. not, yeah. not Which also yes. so just So oh. it's for bare when, he flip when she flips him oh, off Oh sorry
2: I forgot we buried your bar 700 feet underground
0: I'll try And
2: um, This okay I, I just want to say she's trying to plan her She, she joked earlier brainstorm. that her next album Her next article would be about Like comparing men to socks basically And it says
3: mm-hmm. Bridget would you like to
2: Men as socks Some men are Argyles Safe socks This column socks You are definitely getting fired. Just wanted to say, this is, in 2018, her drafting tweets. Bad, jokey tweets that would be related to, like, her column or whatever. And And, just, like, I see it there. And this made me laugh so much. And
3: now she's playing this weird game with Charlotte at lunch. And she's wearing this cap. She looks like the Scottish villain from Kim Possible. She's wearing, like, a weird kilt
2: hat. Basically, they're playing a game called 100, where they both look at 100 men, and if they would sleep with – who walk by on the street, if they'd sleep with them, there's a yes. If they wouldn't, there's a no. Ridiculous. And then Charlotte's like, I have seen eight out of 42, and how many do you have? And Carrie's seen none who she'd fuck out of the 32 she's seen go by.
3: She's like, get men who are good-looking. I've never had to try in bed.
2: They also have such specific masculinity prescriptions in this show, as much as they do about femininity, because at one point – Charlotte's like what about the guy with the dog and Carrie's like Ugh, not a dashing guy like if he can't dachshund I always forget I see it visually in my head and say wrong a dachshund that's one of my
3: favorite things about you what are some of other words that you do that with I
2: do it with a lot of them it's like truly, I see the spelling first and then I, I and I can't stop myself it's like one of the it. most endearing thing even about when you. I know it's how to so say funny. it uh, the uh, they there this uh, podcast is just a record of me doing that with things. Honestly, just miss saying things because <laughs> I. Okay, here's an example. Watching Game of Thrones, we watch it with captions, and I was oh, unable yeah. to not say Caitlyn mm-hmm. for Catelyn because it's spelled with an e in it. And I just like I was like I'm gonna say C- I, I've trained myself finally, but it took I don't know three seasons before I would stop saying Caitlyn
0: because I would see it in my head Where? first. Well,
3: also your sister.
0: Um, wait, really quick, can we talk about hats? Women with hats. I have a question about mm-hmm. this. Yeah, like, I would love to talk about this. I've been. Out, like, with like, uh, 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 literally, it wasn't like my uh, lady, it was a friend, mm-hmm. and there was a big like, group with a girlfriend, with a girl, of yours, with who a friend you weren't who was seeing, yeah, right, and and she was wearing she was a hat and that was the and she was invisible, and but she was wearing a hat in mm-hmm. in this dream, mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> and uh, that's the only time I've ever gone out with a lady with a hat on. I it almost wore a hat
3: when we were going to Brooklyn today, I almost wore a hat.
0: What's the question? What? Do, you, do, you, do, you, do you do do, you do hats? I love
2: Special hats. Special occasions. So. I love a baseball cap.
0: Mm-hmm. Love a you baseball know cap. That. I
2: have a wide-brimmed hat that... Mm-hmm. I was going to say, like, for the most part for the most part when i put a hat on mm-hmm. i feel too ridiculous to walk out of the house with it on so yeah. it's a special occasion thing yeah. and it, a wide-brimmed one is probably the only like a big floppy like sun mm-hmm. hat you know mm-hmm. if you're going to the beach or like a summer. i like have this
3: one hat that i love but i'm like am i that girl
2: that wears exactly you have to be someone yeah you know you have to be a, a that, that girl of some yeah. kind maybe and I'm that- carrie is certainly being she's trying oh. to be a McDougal here and it's failing uh, mm-hmm. you love a hat
0: just I like, a baseball cap i like a baseball cap when i'm like hiking or when i'm doing something have you ever worn a
2: non-baseball hat
0: (laughs) do you mean like 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 is there an occasion where you've worn
2: a yeah beanies sure but i mean like have you ever worn a fedora type hat ever never see that's pretty rare and i'm gonna say those fall into two categories too Mm -hmm. 97 percent of the fedora wearing category is like mouth breathers who you know we feel some kind of way about i would Mm -hmm. say there's three percent who Wear a fedora, pull it off, and then you hate them because they're pulling off wearing a fedora. Yes. Yep. Fucking kiwi. Yep.
0: I think that – I also think that like – I don't know. I'm putting another number on it. But I'd say like 92% of men who wear fedoras are going bald. Yes. And I am hashtag blessed – True. to have my hair Jews. and so i just don't juice and so <laughs> Take a hair drink. hair everywhere and i <laughs> and i like Gag. just feel lucky you know that i don't yeah. have to wear a fucking fedora
2: you would not that would not be the way that not you combated. If you combat baldness with a fedora, that's basically screaming, "I'm worse than bald." Which yeah. Is okay, bald but it. it I'm yeah. picturing you God. in a hat, and bad. I and I like see it. Here's my question: What, what kind about of hat? like a fedora? like a paddy cap? I feel like I've seen. It. I a have, paddy have a hat. Cap. And it's a and paddy I want cap. you to you me. know, it's like the Irish boy. It's like a page boy cap, but it's like oh, yeah. like a newsboy hat. Oh, I've a worn newsies. It's yeah. very
3: Irish. The only person I ever wears those. Is Irish the
2: only person I know who wears those? Is my seventy-year-old Irish father? So yes, the <laughs> data I've holds. <laughs> I'm sure. Yes, you have. <laughs> Shall we? Um, we can uh, resume. What's this
3: about? Is this hat content that <laughs> you guys have signed up for? <laughs> anyway, there's a time for
2: questions and answers, um, and that's what Charlotte is saying Charlotte on, on screen. Saying. Charlotte is basically like, look, you're becoming cynical and I want you to come to this event with me. That's all about like affirmations and not being cynical anymore and like finding and believing in love.
0: We all have this friend and like,
2: yeah, believes some, some program is going to fix whatever thing it is.
3: Yeah. I mean, yeah.
2: Charlotte doesn't do this too often, but here it's a very much, it still feels like a very Charlotte thing to do. So a man
3: comes walking by and he's shaking their head and he comes over and he's like, are you Carrie Bradshaw? and
2: he's in basically Charlotte thinks she's like, don't look up, don't look up. Cause he's not that cute. Speaking of balding. Um, it's and her, it editor. turns out, which means Carrie's editor, isn't a cat who lives on her fire escape. No, who she a real live white goes man. out to Have we not met him yet? No. no. <gasps> well, early on we established Brooke has a theory boom, that they're boom, all in her head. That Carrie has um, the other three in her head. And then it spiraled actually in this, fir- the first episode we did with Anna, um, we had this whole bit about how, like, the whole thing is in Carrie's head. She and her, like, editor is literally a cat on the fire escape. Oh. And, like, she's,
3: yeah, you know, that's brilliant. So the editor's like, I've been trying to call you. And Carrie's like, I know you want to fire me. And he's like, actually, like, these people want to option you for a book.
2: Well, you're Cut calling for to a book, Carrie. Which is also like, oh, that's how anxiety works. It convinces you it's the worst thing. Mm-hmm. It's And it's sometimes not that And at there's all. this
3: really schmalty acting moment where Sarah Jessica Parker goes, Oh, and then she smiles she goes,
2: Oh, and Ari mm-hmm. and I both laughed out loud.
0: I just want to know what that take is there where they're a like, all right, of... uh, we just want to get this one pickup. Uh, yeah. Can you just be really happy that he wanted this? And she just out of nowhere has to go. "Oh!" <laughs> and
2: they kept <laughs> just, the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I would so just funny. like so, to say um, to Molly Shannon and, and Amy Sedaris, Amy Sedaris are as these two book editors
3: drinking a Cosmos so
2: um, and like courting Carrie and like joking. They were like, oh, my God, you should write about men and men you've dated And basically, Carrie gets into this whole thing about how, you know, she's she's not actively writing about men anymore. And and they're kind of like, what direction? Like, what's the story of this book? Because they basically want her to pick like 35 of her favorite columns and then an intro and an outro. And they're like, you know, what's the theme? What's the story here? And Carrie kind of gets into this whole, you know, it's over for me thing. And they're kind of do this whole like, oh, so it's over for us, too, thing. Mm-hmm. In that very Sex in the City way of someone around you says something, and then suddenly it alters your whole worldview, and you prescribe to that only from there on mm-hmm. out. You know, yeah. Dreams.
0: I mean, I feel that. Yeah, every I feel day. that about my life. Yeah. Like when someone tells me something, like, "Oh yeah, that play horrible." Oh yeah, I just I'll accept be like, it. That play and then was I, horrible, mm-hmm. and I can see it and be like, "Here's the reasons that mm-hmm. play was mm-hmm. horrible." Mm-hmm. You know, it just it, yeah. I have always been suggestible
2: And the reason I react to it so strongly In this show is because it's like A character flaw in myself, I see
0: Yeah, yeah
3: Um, They ask Carrie, they say Is Carrie Bradshaw an optimist Or a pessimist? What's your point of view?
2: After all the breakups and the disappointments And the train wrecks You still believe he's out there, right? (gasps) Does she? And Carrie's not sure she does (laughs) Amy Sedaris is like Or should we just shoot ourselves now?
3: love the idea
2: that we have to be dead if we don't find a fulfilling sexual partner you know well said thank you
3: i'm gonna be dead tomorrow
2: yeah
0: we're all dead we're dead right now
3: we're all ghosts
2: nothing is real
3: (laughs) you guys i'm oh okay a rare moment of samantha and carrie friendship
2: we've had a few of these recently actually i feel like they're growing into this I like it. Is this not a thing? I mean, it's they do season good, five. Well, they hate each other in real life, which is what, oh, and really? did through this process, which is why it's uh, notable. They like publicly had it out for each other this, this year, literally. Like this? Some shit went this down. This year meaning 2018? Yes. Or this? Yeah. 2018. I was literally yeah. in Israel, But the story the is, <laughs> yeah, but the story is they hated each other even then, yeah. which I will say, having watched this whole show, if I was Samantha, um, Kim Cattrall, Kim mm-hmm. I also would have been furious by the it's end of this season process. It's season five
3: and she... This she is, gets nothing. This There's really no
2: interesting... This Richard is the most interesting thing that's happened to her and this is how it's handled, you know? Yeah. Really Ugh. poorly. It does get better. Well, I don't know. If, so, if that's true, that means that she gets 15% of the show to be interesting in. Yeah. She has her moments. You know, I just mean she, I think, gets the brunt of the, like, nothing writing. Sex.
0: I believe that.
3: Yeah, but you could argue the same thing about Cynthia Nixon.
0: I think that Cynthia Nixon... I don't know. Maybe she just acts her maybe, way yeah, Maybe Yeah, maybe. But I think Kim Control's a great so actress, good. too. Yeah, I, I, I would say just
2: writing-wise, mm-hmm, they give mm-hmm. Samantha nothing to work with. There's only so many different ways you can say raunchy things, and everyone's like, yep, that's your shtick, you know? Yeah. I feel bad for her. Me, too. So she's, I-wondering... About just like believing. What is the harm in believing? So, Meaning she's she's like, am I an optimist? Am I a pessimist? Do I believe this guy is still out there for oh me? Oh my
0: God. Wait, cut to.
3: I had this moment.
2: Lipstick for affirmation. Where I was
3: like, what if every week I themed my yoga class based on Carrie's I Wonder? This week <laughs> the the week. I like <laughs> There'd be some
2: dark weeks. Everybody,
3: let's just talk about. I think it was always being like very specific like relationship shit about like believing. Like, is there one? I couldn't help but wonder.
2: You do the the Carrie Bradshaw of yoga oh my god let's market me mm-hmm. oh, wow. we, we gotta market you as musicals first like let's get your yeah, niche Mia. niche series off yeah. the ground and then
3: are you gonna be my manager
2: yeah I love you. I love you too. On Monday, last night's yoga class, Brooke at the beginning was like, let's set an intention of gratitude. And I was like, great. I'm grateful that my best friend teaches yoga and brings me into all of her adventures in her life. And then I did a yoga class about being grateful for Brooke, which I Mm. forgot I didn't tell her until (laughs) (laughs) just. (laughs) now. Anyway, um, Charlotte is breathing in the possibility of love. (laughs) I know. She's writing, I believe in love. In on lipstick. her mirror in lipstick. i That's Chanel
0: lipstick, by the way. Also, why is she doing... Lots of Chanel's like
3: episode. Samantha's earrings were
2: also They're ugly. Chanel.
0: That could have been a post-it. You didn't have to use lipstick. You didn't have to use it on your mirror. It looks, to me, a little like horror movie. Let I me understand introduce that women do introduce kind of to television. Okay, yeah. Sorry, oh, yeah. Sorry,
2: sorry, sorry, the wi- sorry, do the women in your life do okay, write on the their women mirrors in and lipstick? Yeah,
0: In in Emily Emily's roommate would write her notes in lipstick on the... On the mirror, and, and it was cute. It was like very adorable. actually. I mean, oh, would like, write her. Notes. Would write Emily Oh no, that's notes. cute. Yeah,
2: when yeah. Laura and I, don't, I don't the cutest, moved out of our I apartment,
3: it yeah. wasn't in lipstick, but she wrote me a note on our mirror in her bathroom. That was like about.
2: So poor Miranda is now meeting meeting Steve's mom for the, the first, first time, time, who apparently is slightly drunk.
0: She's doing really well, She's got some nice teeth.
2: Yeah, Miranda's doing a good job. She's being really kind. And Mm -hmm. basically, Mrs. Brady does this whole, she's like, pulls out a tiny print of Brady that she has in her wallet. And she's like, everyone on my floor at work said he looks like me. And she was like, I know you didn't want to do a baptism, but I just, when I think about that little baby burning in hell. It's like so guilt-driven. She's sweet. But yeah, I would be horrified to be in Miranda's position. But
3: Ari, at this point, while we were watching, goes,
2: I love mom well she is sweet Ari do you love (laughs) mom
0: yeah I got a pair of those (laughs) they're the best I'm I'm just gonna like I feel like we I didn't fully introduce myself which is totally fine because I don't know know how to you're like talk about yourself right talk about
2: guilting us Uh, I mean we didn't give you a chance to fully explain yourself
0: um I've Two dope moms. You do. That's why Ari is queens. so
2: kind and sweet of feeling. <laughs>
3: That's the
0: entire reason. It's nothing to do with me or how wonderful I made myself. <laughs> I'm a self-made man. Your moms, my are, moms are no one. Just
2: your moms kidding. are amazing. I love
0: my mamas. um
2: And but I would say in particular. The relationship you have with Amy is, like, one of the mm-hmm. best mom-child relationships I've witnessed it's in my life. It's pretty strong. Yeah, you have a uh, great...
0: I always say, like, people say, you know, they talk about, like, the moment where they realize their their parent isn't perfect. Mm. And I'm, like, waiting you for that moment. You haven't had it, with, yeah. I, I know. Just, I haven't had it with her, oh. you know? And yeah. I have, I have an older brother, Jonah, who's mm-hmm. the, also the best. He is. Uh, you know, I think they're good parents. And that's the thing is that I'm, like, I... Not that I turned out perfectly, certainly. But, like,
2: you know... Don't sell yourself
0: short. I've had some... I, I feel good about you know the gen- like the general human i've become and i feel mm-hmm. really good about the general human that my brother has become and so i'm like oh and we're so different oh my god so he's like
2: off and away, literally blasting off
0: literally blasting off he works for spacex's name number one competitor jeff bezos's spacex it's called blue origin in Seattle he's, he's fucking he's building rockets. rockets for humans that's to amazing live in space anyways sorry
2: good things though moms they're great dope lesbian moms. mrs. Brady yeah. is sweet and honestly she's not like she's not laying it on as a guilt trip it's just like she's a little drunk well, she's upset yeah. that she's upset that the baby isn't like physically basically she there. expected that that Brady would be with Miranda when she met her and so she's upset that she's not meeting the baby and she's she's actually like kind of visibly upset with it but as far as like crazy moms can go mm-hmm. especially in a situation like this when there's a grandchild involved she's mm-hmm. really pretty mm-hmm. restrained and to his credit too when she says something steve's like mom yeah. <laughs> mom you can't do that <laughs> yeah
0: it seems like they have and he's a like good sh- sure.
2: and the mom's like you're not going to
3: tell him that you're not getting married and then they're like, we're not going to lie to the priest.
2: So they're meeting because they're going to the to the church to like talk about the ceremony. Mm-hmm. Um, and they meet Father Andrew. And and
3: the mom immediately goes, they're not
2: getting married. And Miranda's like, is
3: she drunk? And Steve's like, no, a couple of beers.
2: Um, so Miranda's basically doing... Uh, Legal Uh, Yeah, I mean she's she has her red pen in hand and she's like I don't want talk about talk about Satan. She's going through the traditional like passages that would yeah yeah clearly yeah the traditional passages that would be read and she's like not this not this Mm -hmm. not this. The the, she's doing the equivalent of not saying one nation under God, (laughs) which I always I would go one nation
0: under (laughs) with liberty and justice
2: for all (laughs) pointedly in elementary school. Okay,
3: but look at her hair in this scene with her. What is God? She's got like a full
2: blowout gorgeous. She tells Carrie that she wants to go dress shopping and then of course they're shopping for christening dresses for Brady which is not what either of them want to be doing. Excuse and me. so like
3: Carrie well, brings up the again the idea of being an optimist versus being a pessimist. I need the people, that's called
2: being a human person.
3: I need the people to know that I'm nothing without Bridget. Mm-hmm. That's all. Okay. So they're talking and so Carrie's talking about being a pessimist versus an optimist and Miranda's like have you met me? And I'm like I get that
2: oh I'm a deep pessimist but I'm like simultaneously deeply an optimist well, i well, like, that's what I was uh,
3: gonna ask I paused it because I wanted to ask if you think,
2: I know that's the most asinine answer I could have given to that question here's the thing I am big picture optimist hmm. I about the world and people and my life and things working out I'm pessimist about every little detail along hmm. the way I like to think that like I'm similar. I'm a healthy balance. That's not fair to say. I'm not, actually. I just have a low opinion of myself and my emotional (laughs) life, and so I don't give it enough credit. (laughs) Sorry. No. Bridget just I just the way i describe in. myself on, the, on this podcast <laughs> <laughs> makes me sound like the most insufferable i have to like talk my way around every perspective of every issue and like no but I mean, that's not really fair because this i don't i just can't just like have an opinion and stick with it i no. can't even degrade myself properly we all feel
0: that way anyway Bridget just folded in on herself though <laughs> she was like ta- she was like very confident in being like here's my opinion on pessimism and, and then it was like no really i just hate that's myself, my pessimism I have no idea what i'm doing
2: and that's being a <laughs> Live yeah, folks. Nice. Anyway, cool.
0: YouTube. I was about to now. say the same thing, though. I mean, we interrupted Brooke, but I feel the same. Of like, I.
2: Oh, I just
3: got quiet because I got overwhelmed because I feel oh, yeah. a lot about both of these things.
2: <laughs> pessimism and optimism yes ma'am I feel like mm-hmm.
0: I, I yeah I feel like I am optimistic with other people like in a in a difficult situation I'm like totally let's help here's how we can improve like I know exactly what we can do together and then when it's myself I'm like no let me stay in my spiral of despair this is fun and comfortable here you know
3: I love the spiral of despair I like I've been camping so out easy. there so easy
0: yeah yeah it's a it's easy to
3: Um. Stay. so Miranda asks Charlotte to nope <laughs> Fred asks Carrie to be Brady's godmother and Carrie's like, uh, why
2: me? Well, she's, she's also, yeah, it's a weird response. Mm-hmm. I think in my instinctual question, I mean, my instinctual answer when my best friend was like, will you do this lovely thing for me? Would be like, yes. And then maybe ask about some of the details later.
0: Yeah. I agreed.
2: It's kind of a weird like, it's hard why to would like- you do that thing? No. But so they go to this affirmation thing. They all take an affirmation. Carrie's being very Carrie about it. And then she starts complaining about the godparent stuff and how weird it is. And Charlotte, I think kind of reasonably because again, I think Carrie's response to all of this yeah. was super weird, honestly. Mm-hmm. I Because being a godparent to me, the people who I know who have godparents they love, it has nothing to do with re- religion. Mm-hmm. A lot of people, it's not even a concept. Mm-hmm. Um, but Charlotte's basically like, I would have killed for that job. You know, essentially, it's not a job. But she's basically just like, please don't talk shit about that to me who would have been overjoyed to be yeah. this child's godparent.
3: I had that experience before where, like, people are like, ugh, I can't believe, like, this thing is happening to me. Or, like, blah, blah, blah. And you're like, can you just, like, take a minute and, mm-hmm. like, look, like, read the room?
2: Or even, yeah, that's, that's all it is. That's where all you're, it is. Where it's like, actually, you're so valid in having those feelings, especially people who are, like, say, successful in your dream field. And then when they complain about things, it's hard to be, like but when it's something specific too where you're like you if you thought about it for more than 20 seconds you would understand or two seconds honestly you would know who you were talking to and that that's just not the person to complain to and like with charlotte in particular i imagine they've had a friendship of thinking like what do i tell charlotte in this moment and like carrie is being a little tone deaf Yeah.
0: yeah yeah agreed
3: classic carrie and well, so they and have this thing and this woman is like, well, you told me I was going to find love and so I prayed for it. Well, I prayed for love. I prayed. That hasn't happened,
0: happened yet, hasn't though. Happened yet. I think we cut to... Yeah. that We just got them will. like sitting down. But yeah. I think what is important so is that... Sorry. It's okay. Carrie, do that is, every episode. Carrie is sort of shitting on Charlotte's game where charlotte is like clearly sad i don't i don't know i'm like charlotte is sad and like needs support and love and Mm -hmm. and happiness right now well the whole context of her divorce back then i don't know if you know this no the whole
2: context of her divorce is that she wanted to have a baby they couldn't and then trey was like we don't need to have a baby so she's deeply upset about this Uh, all for baby reasons yeah so like and she was the one who was like i'm gonna throw you a baby shower and then of course did Uh, a very charlotte like no i have to hide all my baby evidence like "Meh, meh 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 But it really is a moment of like, Carrie, just, you have other friends. You have other places. You have other whatever. Just you know? buck up. And yeah. like,
0: Carrie, just
2: like just not support this one your thing. friend, dude. Yeah. It's
0: Your's a moment where Carrie's is a human,
2: you know, as the hero. You're yeah. like, well, there she is being Carrie.
0: Again, I think it is really cool in terms of like, TV. Mm-hmm. You know in terms of like what we see on TV now of an sort of an anti-hero yes, as totally. a hero or like someone who is clearly imperfect. But yeah. I don't think that but, they
3: would have identified her as such.
2: Definitely
0: not. Not in this, yeah. But, but I yeah.
2: think I think you're yeah. right that we have as audiences have a different appetite or different like reception mm-hmm. for especially female characters who aren't yeah. just awesome or fulfilling whatever or our flawed or our anti-heroes or mm-hmm. our I think crazy ex-girlfriends are great example of that where honestly I like had to socialize myself into enjoying it because I was kind of put off by the character at first mm-hmm. but then that's becomes like the joy of the show yeah
3: mm-hmm. it's a really smart and really cool show. and I think
2: I think it's jarring in this because it's it's not what's happening most of the time and then you see Carrie being an asshole and you kind of have to especially if you identify with her as like the main character and the kind of slate for your emotional into the show then you're forced to kind of be like oh Carrie's kind of being an asshole and like how do I treat my yeah. friends in these moments exactly yeah so um,
3: Richard and Samantha are at dinner and he's like trying to be like he's very like he's making self-deprecating jokes he's being very nice and she's like pushing it a little bit and she's sort of like okay listen well you're gonna go to Miranda's baptism with me
2: on Sunday it'll and be boring it'll be all day and it's mandatory and And he says what time and she says two and she brings her hand up to her mouth for now the third time in this episode here is the crux of me being like Samantha because here's the thing granted it's very very fresh but I feel pretty firmly you either are back in and then you're back in Mm -hmm. or you're not what you don't do is some middle ground constant guilt tripping like I understand he has shit to atone for but the answer to that is he's not someone you want to be with yeah or he is and you've chosen to forgive those things and you guys are going to like progress from here this whole episode is her being like yes I'm back with him and defending it and then being a piece of shit to him which like yes he, he is too but like you're choosing to be back in this situation with him
3: yeah and so a woman walks by and like Richard he doesn't, doesn't even turn. Look. And and it's like, is Samantha ready to forgive him? Is, has
2: he proven himself enough to her? It's the crux of this issue. Which, That's like, why would you get proof. back with him before? No, it's not. With, it's not like he's now suddenly, magically, a switch has flipped and he doesn't notice other women. He's making a choice to not notice that woman who, like, walks by and tries to get his attention. Right. Like, he is making choices every step of the way here.
0: And, like, the yeah, and the show even sort of indicates that. It, like, shows the woman, shows him still Like, trying really hard. It, and and
2: Samantha like noti- noticing her right. noticing him
0: but like as a guy I've been in that position where I'm like I know that I can't look to my left right mm-hmm. now am I right and like I just can't mm-hmm. I, I gestured to my right when I said my left, <laughs> everyone um and so my, it's okay left. it's
2: our left I was, it was for everyone stage else the <laughs> stage
0: left um I can't look at stage left because there's a there's <laughs> a um you know a person that uh, my partner or whomever might find sort of you know, I don't know, it might make them insecure, threatening, be threatening yeah. yeah, anything, or or even just Which like, is also an interesting thing, because I would say on the flip attention. side, yeah. I don't think that's something I've really thought about
2: so much. Hmm. There are definitely moments, I mean, it's a human decency thing, hmm. but I don't think I police that in the same way for myself, and I would say that's maybe because... There's a whole like cultural thing that's like men check out women and they can't help themselves and women get insecure about it. And I mean, I think what it is is the idea of just like being aware of potential like Sexual partners And we're going to boil it down to that Yeah And being on one side or the other The
3: animal instinct too That just like comes out What you
2: notice your partner doing What you do And I think it boils down to respect Because Mm -hmm. there's definitely a line But I also think that like Especially if you choose to be monogamous With someone for most of your life Like you're just going to see people
0: Mm -hmm. Who you want to look at And trust And and I think that there's Such a distinct difference Of like seeing someone And being like Wow look at that butt Or you know what I mean Like some sort of like Wow they look gorgeous And then acting on that and i think that mm-hmm. that distinction is sort of glossed over here where he actually acted on it he cheated he did something with another woman and that that she you know like uh, she's impressed by him not looking but i actually would reverse that and say like i mean it's fine you know i don't know again the bar is very low in the in ground
3: the right. i felt like you would cut the like tension Of him not looking with a knife. Like, yeah. I would
2: rather him just sort of yeah. like.
0: Glance and be like, wow, glance. look at her. She's. It would up. actually have seemed more <laughs> like, natural because yeah. that's the
2: thing. Because half of the time when you like turn your head to look at someone, it's because, as my old theater teacher used to say, people are dinosaurs and they mm-hmm. look at motion. Mm-hmm. And if someone walks yep. by your table, nine times out of 10, I'm going to glance up at them anyway. And the fact, him like pointedly, like not looking, makes seemed, it, would, it make weirder. It, worse. it makes it worse. Exactly.
0: It's a weird choice. Yeah. yeah. Okay.
2: So now we're at this part I thought we were at before yes.
3: where this woman is talking about how like the woman who's giving this whole sh- like
2: affirmation speech thing she's wearing
3: this really crazy suit she looks like a robot
2: mm-hmm. and
3: this woman's like i prayed for love and i thought i would win and i and manifested I my love mi- and then my affirmations every day and last week i fell in love and charlotte and he's perfect
2: he's everything i can imagine sort of like
3: excuse me mm-hmm.
2: and she does this whole thing where she stands up and she's like i don't know how to make myself believe anymore because i say my affirmations but it's never gonna chunk in and the woman on stage is like well maybe Maybe you need to try harder And She's
3: like I don't know if it's gonna work out for me
2: And she explains She's like Actually no listen I did find love Mm -hmm. And then It was wonderful And we had a beautiful wedding And then it all fell apart And now I don't believe anymore And he took that belief from me And I'm I'm so angry that he did Which I also understand That feeling of like Having something taken for you Without your From you Your belief Your whatever Your trust Your All of those things Your optimism in a way Totally Totally. Relevant to this episode. And then, and they have this like hilarious long mic to reach into the audience so people can speak. (laughs) And Carrie like grabs it. and Because the woman's basically like, maybe you're not really putting yourself out there. And Carrie's like, "Um, she is, trust me. And the woman's like, no, physically and emotionally, you have to really put yourself out (sighs) there. Which is where you're like, yep, this is the money-making scam. Yeah. Also, I think that's not
0: true. I think that. I think that yeah, I holding agree. yourself back at least a little bit and feeling like you're yourself rather than you you for someone else, like being confident in yourself, I think is the best way to like attract a mate. You know? I also
2: have to say that the best
0: run animal planet now,
2: best like romantic connections I've ever had have all two a one come at times when I've been like not looking for that yeah, or not putting yeah. myself out in that way. Mm-hmm. It's
3: funny. I feel like I have this conversation. It's like, When you go out with a group and especially in women like I had this conversation with a girl. It's like the one girl that like in this group of friends of this girl that I was talking to like the girl who gets the most attention is the one who puts out like and I I don't mean to say that and I don't say this with
2: like a judgmental vibe because obviously I don't know this girl. I've never met her. I've never seen her but like help me vibes Mm. like Mm -hmm. like women who choose to play damsel and then watching men fall for it and being furious with her furious with him furious with yourself that you could do the same thing because i have a thing where i'm like when i'm
3: feeling like good and confident about myself and i go out i feel like no one wants to approach me mm -hmm. my energy the like pheromones that i'm putting out are like do not approach which is like not what i want but it's like and i don't know if that's just like new york has jaded me like for like the majority of my day those like i'm like do not fucking talk to me right mm -hmm. but um have you watched elder millennial yet no you should okay um
2: Okay. I think it's really interesting. Put it on the watch list everyone. Elder Millennial.
0: And Explained. I want to watch Explained too. Yeah. Put it's, it on the list. They they it's it's Netflix and Vice, right?
2: Yeah. They
0: like work together. I think right? I've heard I've read about this
2: recently actually. I it's really good. Yeah. Um so now we're at So Brady's we're at the baptism. baptism. Carrie's wearing a weird little she's wearing like um a, oh my a God. big a flower, flower on her head. On her head. Which mean maybe she's
3: open to love, which means maybe we're going to meet a love interest soon.
2: This guy wow. Who from the side I'm gonna have to show you He's like a Less cute version Of my friend's dad To a T It It Shocked me. I don't like. But basically, that. this guy comes up to Carrie and he's like, "You with the thing on your head, like, are you the God Mom? I'm the Godfather." And he like does this whole, and you're like, "The oh. Godfather,"
0: like little callback or and, you know yeah, reference, yeah. yeah.
2: And he like introduces himself to her and he's like, "Wouldn't this make a great story for our kids?" Oh,
0: and he kisses her hand. Anytime you kiss someone's hand without them offering for you to kiss their hand, bad news. Real choice. Bad news yeah. bears. You we ever, don't want that. Have you
2: ever like kissed a lady's hand?
0: I've kissed a lady's hand either in jest or in like this is a true formality in this moment. I have to kiss your hand, you know, like prom or something right. where it's like, sure. And now did you I go to apply prom the, the 1870s? Yeah, <laughs> I went literally? to prom at the 1870s. I went to prom in suburban Wisconsin. Mm. I also dated someone from Kentucky for a while. Mm-hmm. So there were a lot of sort of Southern mm-hmm. traditions. Mm-hmm. I forgot about that. Mother that
2: I actually, this just, I, so I just remembered that I, I did a bit Maya. for about two years of my life. <laughs> Until it stopped getting the reaction I wanted, which was everyone telling me how fucking cute and funny I was. Yeah. When I was a kid. I where, never oh. stopped. you. <laughs> Thank you. You're so fucking cute. <laughs> I told you this story when, when I was probably five, and we were at the dinner table, and my sister Mar, who I now live with, said out of the blue, you used to be so cute. What happened? And I burst into tears. Aww. Had like a full night meltdown. Anyway, this is the bit I used to do. I would take someone's hand, and I would go, I will kiss the hand that I love. <laughs> and then turn it at the last second and kiss my own hand.
0: Oh, that's a good bit. <laughs> anyway,
2: so. It seems like a good bit that would that definitely that run
0: out. Like, it would eventually yes, end. Yes, definitely. <laughs> my
3: siblings used to go, Baruch Atan and I, <laughs> That's good.
0: And I oh.
2: would sob oh yeah well Everyone, my name is another jew, another jew reference
0: uh, a um, <laughs>
2: my initials were B R B M, which yeah. i of course did not realize until my sister gleefully informed me stands for bowel movement and used to be like a 90s word for poop and i was like fine i'm gonna go by bdm for the rest of my life and she was like that's fine if you say it out loud it spells bottom which is basically bottom <laughs>
0: was this mara yes
2: of course it was i hate her oh the stories i I live
0: with her too i love the
2: stories i can tell you about the things mara put me through she also like she also did something called kids corner where she like made whole lessons lesson plans and like sheets worksheets play things for me in the corner of our playroom she also for like two years when i was just learning how to use the toilet i hated pooping in the potty and she would sing me the poopy potty song which was different every time some variation of, like you unhook the right strap, you unhook the left strap of your overalls and pull them down. It was like oh, catered to what I was doing, wearing, and that was the only way I'd poop for years. So, That's so we cute. love her; she's the best. She also tortured me. Well, anyway, the anyway, good, the bad
3: baptism
2: balance. I asked. Are we sure this isn't about my childhood?
3: <laughs> we were, I think it should be. We were talking about baptism like versus circumcision.
2: Oh and I was gosh. like, what do you
3: think is worth getting water thrown on you without your consent or getting the tip of your penis cut off? <laughs> I,
2: I bet you had no strong feelings about it.
0: She, she said, wait, save it for the pod. Don't, <laughs> okay, don't, that's answer, it. don't <laughs> answer. So now but, I'm like right, on the spot. Yeah. Now
3: we're on the pod. <laughs> Let's hear it.
0: I would rather straight up have the tip of my penis cut off because, because.
3: Because, 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 because. I, because, it, I went there too. Because I, of the wonderful things... Foreskin does.
0: <laughs> no, that's, this is the <laughs> thing. Because of the wonderful things that not having uh-huh. a foreskin does. Like, I'd rather get that trimmed I was going to say, one, you you're a, a baby,
2: yeah. Right? I'm foreskin. not going to remember it's over. it. Fuck the foreskin.
0: It's gone. It, it happens. It's done. It's and over. now we move on. As opposed to, and like, I've been 16, indoctrinated
2: into Catholicism. <laughs> <If I'm, laughs> Listen, if I'm 16, we all know that I couldn't tell an uncircumcised penis from a circumcised penis. Really? Even after you had used one. For months. I didn't know that months I interact in Ireland because most of us like of my like Canadian and American friends we like hadn't really come into contact with them Mm -hmm. too much and of course Irish boys are also I mean basically outside of America it's like not that common to be circumcised Mm -hmm. just across the board and uh, um we used to refer to them as Automatic versus stick, like trying like how remind because me my friend say- and her host mom started referring to it in front of the kids that way, <laughs> and then we all just picked so up. Which was automatic. Automatic was uncircumcised. No, circumcised yeah stick I'm you have to listening. do a little more oh, work. Yeah, you know sure, you have to sure. you have to know how to do all the gears and yeah, everything and a lot of yeah
0: i don't know I, the thing is i don't have that much exposure with penises right right you might. what guys i'm Only straight i don't know how many times i need to say this in the podcast <laughs> he doesn't I'm gag on dicks <laughs> gag- <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> whatever i just wanted to take it there <laughs> <laughs> i've never gagged on a dick you're but- missing out that's because oh.
3: bridget's a virgin <laughs> that's right <laughs>
0: That's a bit I don't get, um, but I do get that I've never seen like I've never seen a hard penis. Like I've never really. Like, yeah, I guess I mean, I've like, seen the one. Mirror? Yeah. I've okay. Seen wait. One. Here's it's my mine. question. But you
2: watch straight porn? I assume.
0: I guess I've seen. Yeah. I meant live. I meant. Oh yeah, I meant yeah. like live in person. In person. Other than that, straight porn. <laughs> you want <bell> live. From <laughs> live. New York. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When I was on set for that porn that I did. What?
2: <laughs> <laughs> what? You were the fluffer. I was the fluffer. That's right. Let's just finish this. Anyway, should we talk about sex the city yeah. so they're at the We're baptism about and Carrie Charlotte. has a moment where she's handed the baby and she well she's very stressed about it before she's like I got a nice dress I didn't want Brady to outshine me but she's also like are you sure Charlotte would really like to do this and they have a really sweet moment of where Miranda like, being you're like
3: you're my best friend
2: I, and and more so than that, too, Miranda's like, I don't believe in any of this, but I believe in you. You are my best friend. I want you to be connected. And if this day is going to be about something meaningful to me, this is how you make it and meaningful. And then you're saying,
3: all saying the prayer, and it cuts to Magda, which I think is now Miranda's, like, mother figure.
2: Because um, she comes, Steve's
3: right. mom, and then um, Richard is, like, saying the prayer. And
2: Samantha does this, like, fucking campy look to him. Where she's like, there isn't enough Salve or holy water in the world for you, and then he takes her hand, and I'm like, this is the worst flirting of all time. The
0: worst flirting.
2: Oh, you guys are just reminding each other sexually of the time he cheated on you. Cool. This was like, and yeah. Carrie gets handed the baby. I didn't know the godparent holds the baby mm-hmm. while the water even, is, is poured that over thing? them. I actually did know that because of TV. Mm, interesting. Oh. Well, I've also seen mm-hmm. baptisms where True. they're truly just dunked, but they do a lovely little um drizzling of the holy water. And Carrie has a really sweet moment where it's just like she's there, she's holding mm-hmm. the baby. Baby, and she can feel how significant it is. And Steve I eats love eats the moment you hand. see it's a prop. You're just like, that's no longer a baby. There's yeah. two
0: shots where it's a baby. And then all of a sudden it's a prop. It's not like, a oh, baby. It's not a
2: baby.
3: Samantha and
2: Richard are leaving. And uh, she says, thank you so much. Miranda says, I didn't do anything. Samantha says, you got me to a church. And Richard says, just, just for the record, record I, I did, did get, get scared. scared. Which I'm like, damn, if you're if you're trying to quietly justify yourself to a woman's friends, you've probably already shed the bed.
0: Yep. And then they all all three kind of like watch them leave and and like like, and they're like
2: shaking their heads and Miranda and Carrie look so frustrated and Charlotte's like I don't know maybe things will work out between them and then Carrie decides to
3: dedicate her book to her the uh, the eternal optimist it's
2: really it's a moment for everyone of being like oh look because Carrie and Miranda are like what the fuck Charlotte who was talking about killing him and you're like oh Charlotte believes again Mm -hmm. and it's like wait what happened did she decide for herself did the baby do it did Carrie standing up for her do it because nothing has changed. And so sh- Carrie goes home, and with bad grammar, missing a couple commas, Brooke, that's you. Get in there and slide those commas I in. It. She dedicates it to all the single women who have hope out there, but one in
0: particular, Charlotte. But I think that, I do think that the, the message of the episode is that, like, she's so totally lost, Carrie, in this, and, and doesn't mm-hmm. know what to write about and doesn't know what's happening. And then finds purpose in her friend you know she like yeah really supports charlotte at that weird like mm-hmm. uh, affirmation conference and it's like the one that actually is the affirmation right yeah. and then ends up being like a, what seems like a wonderful godmother yes. and like ends up sort of stepping up and and taking care of her friends and like that it's almost like there's more to life
2: than your romantic partner and
0: there's more to life yeah exactly and more to life than work and more to life than than writing about your your existence and like
2: well and it's also this whole thing where like you again like I said about anxiety earlier but you know she gets a call from her editor and assumes it's about her being fired and it's like actually even while you didn't think you were doing your best work other people were noticing and supporting and excited by you and like, yeah. excited by what you do. And your friends support you. And you're, you know, it's a good, I was gonna say, there's a lot of strong friendship in this episode yeah. that comes out. And I do like it for that reason. And she yeah. comes along with it. I just
3: wanna Ari on because strong female friendship. That was strong my first thought. Ch- ch- bruh, bruh. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Ari Herschel.
0: <laughs> <Shana tova.
3: laughs>
0: yeah. Shout
3: up? out to all my Tovas out
0: there. Yeah. <laughs> Come
3: Dip aboutcha. your apples in honey.
0: Hey, hey, hey honey. Um, who
3: did you relate to? Did you I'm so glad
2: with? we have that bit well, like six times with? now.
0: What? The, the... All of it. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Who did I relate to in this episode? Um, um, I think, you know, it. it's it's nonsense, but I believe I think I related to Carrie in exactly what I was talking about, where I feel like when I look down too hard or I look too much at like what I'm doing... I feel lost and afraid and like I don't know Mm. exactly where I'm going and directionless and um I had a really good therapy session about that today and shout out Regina um and I yes
2: another (laughs) lovely therapist (laughs) add to this Um, podcast
0: uh but I but that I do feel such purpose when my friends need help or like or or Mm -hmm. when I feel like I can be useful for other people and it really makes me so happy like truly happy to be able to help people not to
2: be your therapist
0: yeah please but do you
2: think that's partially why you like being in a relationship so much
0: not help
2: explicitly because it's you're not someone who like picks broken people you have to fix i Mm -hmm. don't mean that no yeah but i mean like because you love being in a relationship
0: i do i love it and i think that yeah does it fulfill the same like yeah it's like it's like i can think about and and recently I've, i've figured it out like i can think about something besides myself and again when i look at myself i just free, i just spiral and it goes back to what we were talking mm-hmm. about with pessimism and optimism but when i am at the store and i'm like oh what should i buy for myself oh all these snacks that i you know like don't like that much that make me feel sick mm-hmm. but then i'm like somehow addicted to or like mm-hmm. you know i'll buy alcohol or I'll whatever mm-hmm. and then i'm like oh i could buy this kombucha for emily and there's something that's so fulfilling about being like i can think about Another person and feel good about myself, mm-hmm. and and that is how I, yeah, how I get up every day in a way. Yeah. And that, like there, there are people that it's not. A, yeah, you're right. It's not damsel in distress, but it's people that it's a little needed. Things.
2: Feeling like you can make someone's life yeah. better and yeah, like, yeah, just a little
0: easier, totally. just a little, yeah. Um, so I feel like a little bit of a uh, of a connection to Carrie in that she mm-hmm. sort of learned that lesson. I think I that think was so. yeah valuable.
3: Brooke, um, Samantha, actually. Hmm. I'm worried that I'm going to be the one that, like, is... I have a irrational fear of dating someone that my friends disapprove of hmm. that my friends won't tell me. And so I... I, I Or, like, knowing that my friends disapprove and doing it anyway. Um,
0: have you done I that get before? Back.
3: I don't think I have done it before. Well, I've almost done it. Um, and I have a relationship where I'm like... I feel like I'm defending constantly. And I feel like in a lot of my relationships, I feel like I'm defending the errors of the person that I care oh, about. Oh, I get that. Hardcore. I know. And. How exhausting I that think, is. I think it's part of why I came to bat so hard. Yeah, you did. Because I'm like, I get you it. You know what like, that's people like. People have yeah. flaws. People have faults. But I will try to. It, it's like sort of what my brother was talking about last week. It's like I'm I'm very. Because of the how I grew up, like I I don't want to hold a grudge. I would rather try to see mm-hmm. the good in someone, mm-hmm. and so I think almost to a fault, I'll be like, well, we can't really hate this person because of this. Like, right. These are the these are maybe the reasons that justify why this person did the thing that they did or whatever, um, or it was like an error or a misstep, and now they're changing and whatever. And I just mm-hmm. I I worry that I'm 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 like Samantha, where I present to something or someone who is very strong. And like secure, but is actually very like weak and looking for like something specific, you that know. That she like won't acknowledge. Yeah, I think that's the Samantha part of me, is the mask part of me. Mm. And that's so relatable, I think, that we're all, yeah. Because especially I think that, yeah, I, I think that I'm also just like someone who like prides myself on being like super open and vulnerable. Yeah. But I also know that there's like that the level of that that, the, that I don't share with people. And that I o- is like actually like the scariest part of me, and is like Definitely. very rare to get. And I think you two have gotten it a little bit, but like there are things like even last week in therapy, I was like, I won't even say this out loud to myself, and I
2: have to say it out loud to you because like this is why I am paying you. Yeah. Um. But. No, I get that very much. I think that's kind of where you and I cross over is that both of us live our lives as open books, and I do it as a defense mechanism, and I also do it as a like the things that I feel bad about. I'm like very verbal and open about, but I do it. I've talked about this before, I think, but I do it as a protective mechanism of like, look, I'm doing the work. I'm aware of it. And then I don't do anything. It's like the acknowledging of,
3: but also the stuff
2: that then doesn't get talked about is the like actual deep shit that,
3: yeah, it's this hard balance. I was talking to Ari about this like an hour, two hours ago, about like Mm -hmm. the balance between your right brain and your left brain. It's like, I know that I am aware of the things, but I'm like, I also know that my like emotional self is like the one that will, like eclipse
2: yeah I would say just it's explicitly about that like I have gone through a situation too where like I explicitly told a lot of people where I was like I both know I'm burning a bridge and I also like between the person I'm telling and the person on the other end of the story but I'm I also did that really explicitly as like a protective mechanism so that I wouldn't cross the bridge again because Mm -hmm. I'm also so afraid of that the or like my friends or my or people who I love who've supported me like being disappointed in something I do and there's something really strong about setting up mechanisms for yourself where you're like these people know and so I can't get away with the shame and silence of like doing the thing in quiet
0: mm-hmm and even though i think people would be supportive of you at some level being like yeah whatever right, is, right. makes you that in the happy, way that i would also whatever,
2: but in yeah. the way that i would also go home and be like I can't here believe are all the doing reasons that i feel yeah totally. upset that That's this is doing nightmare. This to myself is totally. yeah my
3: friends go home and do that about me totally which i don't think they are and i don't think no. i i don't think i have
2: cultivated a group of people that would do that but
1: right
3: yeah <laughs> i
2: don't know that was all to say i think i feel similarly i, th- I feel about samantha because mm. samantha is doing the like version of what i won't do but that like i could see happening you know where you like it it's it, and again i would just say as a as a maybe disclaimer to the people who listen to this and just hear me being like rude about this show week after week is that i pretty much across the board the stuff that i am the most judgmental of them about is stuff that i am judgmental about myself about what? or fearful about yeah. myself doing it's interesting it's like i'm watching bachelor in paradise right
0: now <laughs> <And> <laughs> so is Emily. she yeah. loves it and it's horrible it's trash yeah. Yeah.
3: but every week they'll be talking about something and i'll be like i get that yeah like i understand mm-hmm. what she's coming from. i'm like i'm like no 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 yeah. no yeah. i'm like oh but oh I, I just like want to shove a dagger into my stomach you know
0: yeah
2: yeah i do know that feeling. But,
0: but i think that yeah that's like the cool, the thing that I actually liked most about this this watch is that I'm like, Oh, I connect with you know, like even yeah, you know, there we are, just had there a podcast ways, about it, right? Yeah. I feel like I connected with, with And in women some ways you're men. like, yeah, yeah, totally.
2: In some ways you're like this show is not based in reality. And in some ways you're like, they do get to some emotional hearts. Mm-hmm. Sometimes not in the places they're trying to. I mm-hmm. think that's what's most fascinating about this show, at least for me watching it twenty years later, mm-hmm. is I'm like, there are real hot zones and like moments where they get deep into things and often those are not the moments where they're trying to and this episode it wasn't even really it wasn't at all Mm
1: -hmm.
0: but i i also just like to come back on your point i just feel that's so hard of of the people in my life who you know i've had falling outs with or that i i you know strongly disagree with consistently or, or you know that i just don't like and that often they have a quality or two or three or four or 10 of a, a quality that I don't like in myself, like really don't like of in course. myself yeah. that I'm afraid to bring out in yeah. myself. And then they have it so blatantly, like that's part mm-hmm. of their, their personality that mm-hmm. they just wear it on the, their sleeve. And I feel like I just can't respond well to that. I'm like, Oh yeah. God, no, you're supposed to put that away and, and yeah. compartmentalize that deep down in your stomach and my never think about it. All of my deepest judgments
2: are, of other people are things that i'm like terrified about of myself or yeah. judge myself for yeah
0: what a lesson human a nature lesson.
2: am i right yeah. and it's it g- goes hand in hand i think with that it's like the flip side of the coin is that is remembering that like everyone else is thinking about themselves as much as you're thinking about yourself and that, like probably they aren't noticing but then i go into spirals with myself where i'm like oh How but much am I, I thinking about other people yeah i judge everyone around me of course they're judging me yeah. i think it's why i'm so reluctant to be a carry because it's like
3: I don't like those qualities in me. Hmm. And I talk yeah um Yeah. But let's like make it a little peppier, shall we? Shall we? No, Ari, right. let's talk about your delta ups,
2: delta downs. Literally. Should we talk about delta plopability ups? real fast? Oh my God, sorry. I totally no, that's really okay. That's out. okay. Because that can be up too. Plopability is what we say. If you took this episode and plopped it into 2018, would it work or not? Like what parts would have to be adjusted
0: yeah, I think a lot of parts would work. I, I think. think
2: so too. I think, I think this th- is pretty across the board. I think the like people that whose, wore, people whose families no
3: are religious are gonna be like contentiously religious. Yeah. Yeah. And
2: it's contentious is my favorite
0: Con- word. Contentious. <laughs> it's a great one. Contention? No, just contentious.
3: Any variation on contentious.
2: Sure. I agree. I, I think, think it's, it's pretty yeah. Uh, Samantha's storyline exists in another timeline. Mm-hmm. Charlotte's does. It probably wouldn't take the Exact form of this, like, thing they go to. No, it absolutely exists. Oh, they they do. They do. I know. Okay. You're right. You're right. You're right. She'd still go. Charlotte actually still would go. And in fact, it would be a more interesting scene in 2018 than it is in.
0: Or it'd be like an online forum or no, something. Right. That's what I was no, thinking no. too, is that you okay. like it. It's do like a either. fucking
3: Gabrielle, like I love her and I I believe in her and I'm reading her books and like whatever, yeah. but it's like a Gabrielle yes. Bernstein, yeah. like mm-hmm. the universe, like right, 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 where right. does
2: the universe take you? Mm-hmm. If you even like, just like the secret, you know, like mm-hmm. that shit, like that people shit. buy in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and or even, those, that's yeah. not <gasps> to say that I don't like have Land. the
3: universe what has your back cards and like have it. It's like believe in it and truthfully. And like, I do like have a rose course around my neck right now and I'm a yoga teacher, but like, <laughs> yeah i still am like hmm. yeah.
0: reality yeah, you know yeah i think another really quick just like the whole premise of this episode is based on the fact that um carrie thinks she's going to get fired from this newspaper because she's like even the important people are getting fired and i'm like yeah look also at newspapers yeah. <laughs> you know right. we were that was like the first Except thing she'd that be I like
2: honestly it'd be like gotham closing watched. and then
0: <laughs> yeah it'd be like yeah having to figure out what you do yeah. yeah exactly yeah
3: um all right Delta right. ups, Delta downs. What's your rose and thorn of the week? My All rose
0: right. and thorn of the week. Um, I would say my thorn is that uh, Emily, my girlfriend. Uh, uh, my girlfriend. Mine. My She's girlfriend. Mine. If we wed, you we wed, we wed. <laughs> Inside joke that everyone everyone gets. gets. Hi um, everyone. Uh, uh, but my thorn is that Emily moved. Uh, First to Colorado, which is where she's from, to get her stuff, and then really to California for graduate A school, new adventure. which is like so exciting. And but sad. But in this moment, I am also sad about it. Um, I feel for you deeply. Uh, but my Rose. God, other than this, this has been a freaking blast, and I want to come back forever. And this is my Great. favorite thing in the world. and It feels so cathartic. But other than this, is that uh, remember when you were nervous? Weird. I'm still nervous, <laughs> uh, but but on Sunday uh, I got to watch so much football. I'm and so happy for you did. Mamma Mia sculpt no, I'm The <laughs> pa- I didn't do Mamma Mia sculpt. Um, uh, I feel bad about sculpt. I feel bad about it. Um, but instead I uh, you that can't night, see me shaking my head and rolling to- my eyes. <laughs> Classic. Um, I watched the Packers go Green Bay Packers totally trounce the Chicago Bears. They were down 20, All right, I'm sorry, 20 this to nothing is not at a No, I And want it. then, it. I and want then Aaron Rodgers, who was injured uh-huh. in the first half, he they thought he tore his ACL. He comes back in the second half out of nowhere, and then we won 24-23 Insane. on, a, last second, on a, a, a touchdown within two minutes. It, it that was, is a very it exciting was just like,
2: game of football. I
0: literally just screamed in a bar. Mm-hmm. I lost my voice. It was unbelievable. Believable. I'm so happy
2: for you. You have football again.
0: We can all pray to Aaron Rodgers tonight. You know, can we? Well,
2: I can I'm one nation under Aaron, <laughs> <Under> Rodgers. <Aaron. laughs> indivisible <laughs> with wow. and justice for all. Call, well done. Um, <laughs> thank you. My, thank you, <laughs> you're welcome. My Delta down. Um, this is going to shock no one that I'm talking about the weather, but we did this weird thing where it went from 80 to being 60 and, and like, raining and nasty. Here's the thing. I love fall. And we're gonna be back to 80 this week, so it doesn't really matter. I just hope we get fall is my point. I don't want to go from eighty degrees and muggy to sixty and raining. I just want some nice crisp days, that's all. Um I also um I just I don't know dark out again. It does. I had um, a good but like really difficult therapy session today Um, and I'm glad I went and that's what therapy's for but it like kind of did that it's like when you when you I don't know when you you know when you get a massage and then you're actually more sore for the next 24 hours it feels like that like I got the box of some shit was opened that I'm now gonna have to you know like really deal with in the next week before Mm -hmm. I go back to therapy and that's fine it's just being alive is hard and having emotions is hard and but you're Portland. Oregon I love Portland Portland's back on the pod um my delta up is that this is only a four-day week because I'm going home (laughs) to see my best oldest friend get married which is very exciting um and I'm really happy for her and then it's only a week and a half from when I'm gonna be in Florida with Brooke's family going to (laughs) also I had an insanely long day at work um but I had a really good day at work and I'm um, a super productive, valuable member of a team now, and that feels awesome. I will say, yeah, Then no, I'm going to leave it at that. I was going to add another Delta down, and then why no. would I do that? So. We'll talk about that's a post-game Delta down. Yeah.
0: But that's – I love that. That's I will
3: great. say that. So my roommate slash lover – Oh, also
2: just doing yoga. I told Brooke last night too I've never liked a yoga class more than I liked last night, even though I was sore. And, like, I don't know. She's a good teacher, and I – I'm happy about it. I think that's a core power thing more than that's a me thing. No. I think you haven't once Fake. let me cap- compliment you on being a teacher compliment. in the last three days without it, deflecting it, and I'm not going to let you. Um, my Also, as I was walking out, and Brooke was asking everyone how they felt, the girl in front of me was like, you're a dream, and she was not someone Brooke knew, so I'm just <laughs> here to tell everyone this isn't me talking out my ass. Um, I will say that Alex Sealy was in
3: Disney World for the past week, and Alex Wiseman has been <laughs> Watching just like YouTube podcast documentaries about Disney World the whole week.
2: Out of like envy.
3: I like walked in this morning and he was like, hey, and I was like, what's going on? And he's like, just listen to this podcast about Euro Disney. It's fascinating, but it's also like very indicative of like who you are all Us. of you as a collective um my delta up is definitely this mama may sculpt um i've never
2: just like i truly i like sat down at the beginning of class i was like thank you for coming to my bar mitzvah that was the first thing she said when she walked in and i'm not kidding every person in the room laughed and that's when we were like here we fucking go again <laughs> again
3: <gasps> i honestly though i will say like until we were in like middle of like with the sun a I was I'm like, I'm in a blackout during yeah. class. <laughs> like I was like, I have no idea. I was like Chickatita, oh. the a tr- the karaoke accompaniment of Tricky Tita that I had chosen. Started playing I, and like someone noticed finally that it was Chickitita and I was like,
2: I can't believe this is happening. This is real. Was like- Brooke was like, Yes, you are listening to the instrumental accompaniment <laughs> to the Chickitita track. <laughs> Welcome to class, everyone. <laughs> It was um, insane. I'm not kidding. Go watch the videos on her social media. It was media. truly
3: like the best. That, you can watch me like double over enjoy. Um, and then my Delta down is that the Northwestern Wildcats are just trash at football. Oh my <gasps> God, my food is here. Food? I sneakily ordered food.
0: You ordered food? Yeah, sorry. I wondered what was happening okay, over there. Well, for-
3: yeah. Um, my Delta down is that Northwestern Wildcats are trash at football. And also that it's dark outside. And also that... The doorbell rang.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Brooke's gonna get gonna her say, food.
0: That's the second reference to football, and I only provided <laughs> yeah. one.
2: That's true. Actually, I, there were three, and I provided the first because I was right. the one who brought up the Packers. So
0: go packo. Go, go packo. I go. once I
2: made Arya Packers cake for his birthday two years ago, so you know it's real. I um, it. that's
3: all. Ari, I have a question for you. Yep. If you would like mm-hmm. to be found on social media, how could we, the people, find you there?
0: I'm pretty sure I don't use Instagram that much but you can uh, Instagram find me at Ari underscore Shapiro.
2: We've gotten an underscore in here.
0: Uh, to be clear, I am not the Ari Shapiro from NPR. <laughs> I have been called Wait, out literally time.
3: Ari, he was a crossword puzzle clue too, and I was yeah. like, "There's no way that it's Ari Shapiro." <laughs> and it was. And I was
2: like, I was like. On the other hand, of course. Of how course. many Ari Shapiros have must there be in the
0: world? There's a few. I mean, there's a lot the of. The question Jews, is, right? can you or eventually be Jews.
2: more famous? than then the Ari NPR Sh- Ari Shapiro that's my literally
0: life goal and right if, here if
2: we will the NPR Shapiro
0: oh my god the NPR Shapiro um, <laughs>
2: Brooke's just open mouthed at me because I'm amazing it. social love media it. ma'am. what about you you can find me on Twitter at Mrs. Burt Macklin and you can find me on Instagram at Bridget M37 and honestly what the fuck are you doing if you haven't looked wow she's Ari amazing. took the last photo Savage. on there so. she's amazing hey, I tweet that's true. But I've been I've been slacking recently. Brookie.
3: You can find me on Twitter at Brooke underscore Wiseman. Underscore. And you can find me on Instagram at Brooke Wiseman, No underscore. And I swear to God, if you put a fucking underscore in my Instagram, I will
2: find you and dip you in honey and eat
0: you. Bum, bum, bum. Have a sweet new year,
2: bitches. Bye. Happy 5779. Love
3: you. Oh, I don't fucking know. You can find us collectively.
0: 5779? I think so, so. many years.
3: We are at Splat Podcast on Twitter, on, on Instagram, Instagram, at gmail.com. Raise Ray review, review subscribe. subscribe. We love Tell you. Tell us what guys. you feel. We want to hear from you. Talk um, We will be back next week and then we'll be in Disney World. Bye.
1: Have a catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row